is going on everybody what is going on kansas city welcome to the beat of kc ladies and gentlemen i appreciate you coming back and checking out another episode of the beat of kc i do have something special for you guys today especially those of you who are kansas city chiefs fans no we're not going to be talking about the potential of arrowhead moving to kansas i know a lot of you guys are probably looking forward to that of course i am joking right now but really, honestly, what we are here to talk about is going to be the potential of a star-studded wide receiver coming to Kansas City. We saw Diana Russini come out this morning and basically say that the Kansas City Chiefs front office has been actively calling teams. And it doesn't necessarily have to be the teams that are looking to make those trades. They are actively calling, it seems like, every team and trying to make a trade for top elite receivers. Now, many of you might already propose the question of, well, they had the one of one. They had the best wide receiver in the NFL in Tyreek Hill. Ladies and gentlemen, they did everything they possibly could to keep Tyreek Hill in Kansas City. They basically threw every possible amount of money that they could have to him to make him one of the top wide receivers in the NFL. He chose to not accept that offer. And then, honestly, he went and sought out a trade for Miami where he's from, what he wants to do, and the Chiefs made that happen. I think if anything that shows what type of organization the Kansas City Chiefs are, because there was nothing that said they needed to trade him, he was still under contract. But they chose to do that and move on and get assets to really build this team up. Now, with what Diana Rossini said this morning, I think it makes sense to look and see who could potentially be coming to the Kansas City Chiefs. So the first person we're going to talk about, and there's no particular order, um, obviously some of these have been rumored. I think Terry McLaren, uh, probably is one that hasn't necessarily been rumored, but we're going to talk. The first two have been, have been legitimately rumored to the Kansas city chiefs. The first one I really like, I was a big fan. I actually played college football, fantasy football, and, uh, I had him on my roster and that is LaVishka Chenault Jr. Man, holy cow, a stud from Colorado. Just an absolute monster. A very good, very talented receiver. He's from DeSoto, Texas. And he was drafted to the Jacksonville Jaguars in the second round with the 42nd overall pick in 2020. So you're talking about a very young and very talented wide receiver who went to, you know, to be honest with you, it's the Jacksonville Jaguars. And it is what it is there. In So far in two years, he's played in 33 games, or excuse me, 30 games. He suited up and started 22 of those. He's been targeted 179 times. And of those 179 targets, he has 121 receptions. I think what's pretty unique is, you know, he's had a kind of a turnstile of quarterback options until Trevor Lawrence obviously was drafted there with the number one overall pick. In that time, he's had 1,219 yards. He's averaging 10.1 yards per reception. He's had five touchdowns. He didn't actually get any reception or excuse me, touchdowns in 2021. All his five touchdowns came in 2020. And, you know, there's some things to really kind of pay attention to. In 2020, he had a catch rate percentage of 73.4%. That did go down about 10% to 63% in 2021. But I still think that's significant. I mean, he's catching a ball at a very high rate. Now, LaVishka Chenault obviously is going to be on a rookie deal. And he still has some time since he was drafted in the second round. He still has two more years on that deal before you would probably have to really consider 
signing him to a long-term deal unless that is something that is a part of the trade then obviously you know that's you're gonna have to really take that into consideration but man I'm telling you guys LaVisha Chenault is a very very talented receiver and his route running is phenomenal too I think that's what's what's unique about him is it's almost like you know you hear them talk about Devontae Adams and he really doesn't use his upper body when he's making his breaks on his routes Lavishka is a very good route runner when it comes to like being very shifty and not exposing his route. Um, and I think that's what's unique. I think he's a very aggressive, uh, physical type of uh, wide receiver. We're seeing that with Juju Smith-Schuster. I mean, the guy lowered his shoulder and tried to take out a defender. Unfortunately, broke his forearm. So Juju Smith-Schuster obviously is healing, but that's the type of wide receiver Juju is, and that's the type of receiver that you're going to get with Lavishka. I'm excited. I think if they can make this happen, I think you're really going to see a huge, huge upgrade for this offense for not only this season, but for seasons to come. Um, And I think that that would be a huge replacement for Tyreek Hill's stats. Again, you're not going to replace Tyreek Hill. You're going to replace his stats. So just remember that. I I think this is honestly a great answer. Again, there's all kinds of people out there that have linked the potential of the Kansas City Chiefs acquiring uh, LaVishka Chenault. So that's one I'm definitely interested in. Before I continue any further, though, ladies and gentlemen, head on over to KCSportsReport.com. Check out a lot of the work that is going on over there. Guys, there's all kinds of articles talking about wide receivers in the draft. Uh, I actually wrote an article today talking about this exact topic, and I felt like I wanted to translate it over into a podcast. So Go over there, check out kcsportsreport.com. Help us out, help us grow that community over there. It's phenomenal, and we do appreciate all the all the support you guys give us for sure. Number two, I think for everybody, is kind of uh, how do I want to say this? It would be almost like a homecoming, uh, and, and I think you guys know where I'm going with this, and that is Tyler Lockett. I, you know, the, his dad. Kevin Lockett played in Kansas City for four of his seven seasons um, and really had a pretty good career in Kansas City. Tyler Lockett attends Kansas State University, has an absolute phenomenal career at Kansas State, and then is drafted to the Seattle Seahawks in the third round of the 2015 NFL Draft with pick number 69. I mean, Tyler Lockett is a very, very special talent. His hands are remarkable, ladies and gentlemen. He catches some balls that it's just, how does that happen? I'll never forget that. They, they show that play on NFL Network all the time where there was like a 15% chance probability of a catch, not only on the throw from Russell Wilson, but for Tyler Lockett to make the catch in the corner of the end zone. And somehow he comes up with the football and makes this incredible touchdown catch. Never forget it. But... He has played his entire career in Seattle, and I think that's unique too is, you know, he's had Russell Wilson throwing to him for a long time, and that connection is no longer going to exist because Russell gets traded to the Broncos, and unless, you know, Tyler Lockett gets traded out of there, he's going to be in Seattle again. So he will be heading into his age 30 season, um, and he is under contract. He did recently sign a contract. Uh, in out of his career, he's played in 111 games. I mean, you're talking about a consistent player. 
Um, and game started, he started all 87. Uh, and his targets, 625 targets to 449 receptions with a total of 6,067 yards. He averages 13.5 yards per reception. And in his career, he has 45 touchdowns. Uh, that's incredible, ladies and gentlemen. But another thing, too, that I think is you know an emphasis on what how good of a player he truly is is his catch percentage. And I'm going to highlight that on each one of these because when you're throwing a football, you want to know that these guys are going to catch the football. And Tyler Lockett is very good at catching the football. In his entire career, he has a 71.8% catch percentage. I mean, that's through traffic. That's in very tough situations and circumstances. Tyler Lockett is a very, very special talent. He placed fourth in overall rookie of the year in 2015. He was selected to the uh, Pro Bowl, and he was a first-team all AP All-Pro in his very first year. Tyler Lockett is very shifty, very quick, and we understand that. I mean, he's a great, great football player. Um, and, and I do look forward to potentially him suiting up for the Kansas City Chiefs. This is something you have to kind of take into consideration. That could happen. It really could happen. Um, he's obviously going to be a lot cheaper than his counterpart, DK Metcalf, who has been rumored to the Kansas City Chiefs as well. But I believe that Tyler Lockett is actually going to be probably a better fit. So on August 29th in 2018, he did sign a three-year extension for $31.8 million. Um, I do think since then, uh, there's been some more, uh, but yeah, I think, uh, you know, Tyler Lockett would be a tremendous fit in Kansas city to go with Juju Smith-Schuster to go with Josh Gordon, to go with, you know, Travis Kelsey as the tight end and, and everything else that, um, you know, we're, we're working on Mark Marquez Valdez Scantlin. And, um, obviously I do still believe that there are going to be some, some pieces taken in the draft, uh, as far as receiver. Now, the final one is, again, someone I mentioned earlier that hasn't truly been, uh, I guess, rumored to the Kansas City Chiefs, and it is a possibility um, just because of the division they're in, and that is Terry McLaren with the Washington Commanders. That's still weird to say. But, you know, Scary Terry, as people call him, uh, was drafted to, at the time, it was the Washington Redskins, and I have to make sure that I continue to say Washington Commanders moving forward. He was drafted in the third round, 76 overall in the 2019 NFL Draft. If you go back and look, the Kansas City Chiefs selected, I do believe, Miko Hardman over Scary Terry. Um, and I do believe that they uh, uh, they definitely passed on DK Metcalf. So two very talented wide receivers were passed on by the Kansas City Chiefs. And now there's a chance they might have to make a trade. Uh, and give up draft capital to go acquire these talented wide receivers. Uh, but for the Washington Commanders, he's played three seasons. He's played 46 games, started every single one of those games, 46 games. Has not missed a game at all. He's been targeted 357 times, and he has 222 receptions for 3,090 yards. He's averaging 13.9 yards per reception and has a total of 16 touchdowns, ladies and gentlemen. His catch percentage is 62.2%. What I really want to emphasize, though, is the fact that he's played with eight different quarterbacks. Eight. I'm going to repeat that again. Eight different quarterbacks 
in three years for the Washington Commanders. He has to build a a relationship with eight different quarterbacks and understand how eight different quarterbacks are going to throw to him. And he's still completed and done everything that you've seen from a stats standpoint. 62.2% catch rate. I mean, they understand he is the number one there. He truly is the number one, so they're going to cover him in that way. Um, I think he's a very, very, very good wide receiver. He would fit no question into a Kansas City Chiefs uniform. He would fit with the, the locker room, and he would actually have a quarterback who is considered in a lot of people's eyes, but in my eyes, he's definitely the number one quarterback in the NFL throwing to him. Now, one of the big things with Terry McLaren is the fact that he is going to need a contract since he is entering into his last year of his rookie contract since he was drafted in the third round. So he will need a contract. This is not going to be a light contract by no means. But if they were willing to pay Tyreek Hill big time money, then they should be able to at least pay Scary Terry. And I think that he would be a tremendous fit. I mean, you're talking about a wide receiver who is six foot two ten and plays like he's six four and runs absolutely insanely fast. Um, I'm trying to pull up his he ran a four three five at the combine. Um, you know, he benched 18 reps. His broad jump was 125. He had a 4.15 shuttle. His three cone was 7.01, and he had a 37 and a half vertical. I'm sure a lot of that has probably improved since he's come to the NFL. But you're talking about a very, very good wide receiver. Now, all three of those are, in my opinion, options. Obviously, Terry McLaren is probably going to be the lesser of that because, you know, they want to build a future there in Washington. And there's a good chance that they're probably going to be drafting a quarterback. And they're going to want a wide receiver to, you know, be a headliner for that wide, or that quarterback. So we'll have to see. Maybe they are interested in moving Terry McLaren and pulling in some multiple draft picks that'll help build it even younger. And But you just have to see. But all three of those I do would love to see in a Kansas City Chiefs uniform. In the end, guys, I do feel that they are going to draft wide receivers whether it is the first round, the second round, the third round, the fourth round, they will probably take another wide receiver, if not two. Um, but we'll have to see, too, because obviously Diana Rossini is stating that they're actively calling around. A few that I didn't mention are A.J. Brown, um, D.K. Metcalf. I didn't go into too much in-depth. I think he's going to cost a lot, um, even though he would be an absolute monster in a Chiefs uniform. And there's obviously others, others out there, so... I appreciate you guys tuning in and listening to the beat of KC. I really do appreciate all the support, guys. It, it means so much to me. It really does. Make sure you guys go check out KCSportsReport.com. And if you're interested in Royals content, make sure you guys check out Inside the Royals uh, on Fan Nation. I've been doing a lot of Royals content since the season's getting ready to kick off. And then also check out an, our podcast, Jacob Milham and myself. Uh, we do Royals Rundown. Uh, you can find that on Spotify and, and most of your uh, active podcast places. So appreciate the support, and as always, have a good day.